Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. And welcome back. This is Jay Tass with your sports podcast, Not Just a Game. Um, and this week we're bringing in another exciting guest. This is going to be some some good catching up today. We've got Ben Black, a former Harlem High School student athlete and star back in his high school days. And he's worked his way up the ladder, the kind of the coaching ladder pretty quickly here, um, and had has a, an exciting seat this season for the Indiana Hoosiers run on the football field. So I'm dying to catch up with him. Ben, how are you doing? Thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, hey Jay. It's going well. I appreciate you having me on today. Um, so far, it's just been a wild ride this year. Um, it's been a whole lot of fun, and uh, we're doing some special things over here at Indiana University, and I'm just thankful to be able to be a part of it. Gosh, what a wild ride. And not not just with what the Hoosiers have been going through, but it's it's such a crazy and and a weird kind of year anyways for you to kind of get get going over there at Indiana. First of all, Ben, kind of backtrack real quick. Give us give us your football resume. Go all the way back to your Harlem days. Um and then right out of Harlem, boy, you jumped right over to Robert Morris, NAIA, and kicked things in. Give us a quick little uh um update on who you are and how you got to where you are. Yeah, yes, sir. So I started my playing career at Robert Morris University um, after wrapping up at Harlem High School. And I spent my four years over there at Robert Morris University in Chicago. I had a I had a good career as a player. And just being around all those great coaches at Robert Morris University, it really motivated me and kind of inspired me to want to get into coaching. Hmm. And that's how I got my first start was at Robert Morris University. Um, as a graduate assistant at the NAIA level. And I spent three years over there at Robert Morris University. And then I had an opportunity after that to go to Illinois State University for a season. And then uh, after Illinois State, I came here to Indiana University this spring, actually right before the pandemic um, started to happen. So I got in here at Indiana at a pretty good time. So you got a year in with with Brock Spack. Oh yes, sir. Rock's back. Another uh, another Rockford, <laughs> Illinois. Uh, another Rockford, Illinois. Great, and uh, it was really great to get to learn from Brock's back. He's a really great football coach, and oh, he actually God. he helped me come over here to Indiana University. Oh, um, nice. Him and Tom Allen, they have a really good relationship, and that's kind of how that took off for me here at Indiana. Brock is one of my favorite coaches out there. Such a personality, such a character, um, and he just he's got that special knack of getting the best out of his guys. Um, is that something somebody can learn? Is that, or is that an innate kind of thing? Or is that something can rub off on a guy like you? Oh, I think, I think you definitely can learn um, from that. Like Brock's back. He, he's a tough coach. He's an old school coach, very, very demanding of his players and just seeing how he operates 
his whole football program and um, all the small details and everything like that in his football program is something that I've learned a lot of lessons um, from even just one season at Illinois State University. Uh, it seems like you must have learned a whole lot even before that. 43 straight starts on the D-line at Robert Morris. Is that right, Ben? Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I had a, I had a pretty good career there at Robert Morris University. Whoa. How in the heck do you keep yourself healthy for 43 straight starts in the trenches? That, that just sounds crazy. <laughs> I, I I could say this now uh, now that I'm done playing, but I actually had never been injured, not even one time playing um, somehow, some way. I don't know how it happened, but um, thankfully I was able to come out uh, with no injury. That's Cal Ripken like, Ben. That 43 <laughs> straight starts. That's just nuts. And then we see that you were an academic All American in 2015, um, while at Robert Morris as well, right? Yeah, yes, sir. Um, okay. I was really big on um, just, you know, um, the athletics and academics. Uh, I really believed, and it all correlates all together. Just how you do anything is how you're going to do everything. Oh, my goodness. Well, I can't imagine you would get to where you're at now without all of that, um, without everything that you picked up along the way. Um, so we've got to talk about the Hoosiers and just this run. Did you – when you got there, were you one of them like, oh, this is a this is a program I want to latch on to right now because I've I've got a feeling they're they're on their way for something special, or did it just work out that way? Oh, no doubt. Um, watching how the Hoosiers played in 2019, um, they had a historic year in the 2019 season, and they went to the Gator Bowl in around New Year's Day, and then they pushed Tennessee to the absolute limit. Um, and actually lost right at the end of the game. And so when I had the opportunity to come to Indiana, there was actually there was no hesitation, no doubt about it, that this is where I wanted to be when I when the opportunity came about. And you and you worked your way in there. Uh, give us an idea. You know, even I'm not quite sure of how it works um, with with the graduate assistants and and how your job duties are doled out. Is it the same at every school? Do you kind of have a different job no matter where you're at? Is it kind of depends on who you're working for kind of thing? What what are your day-to-day responsibilities? Yeah, so it, first of all, it, one, it really depends on the level of football that you're at. So being, a, being at the NAI level, um, you're doing a lot of everything. And I mean that by you're basically at the NAI level or at a smaller collegiate university. You're basically a position coach, and then you have the the other duties as far as whether it's managerial duties such as equipment, doing laundry, doing all the film breakdowns, and versus when you're at the Division One level like Illinois State or here at Indiana University, you're doing only the football responsibilities, mm-hmm. such as like um, breaking down the film for your next opponent, um, and just getting everything prepared on the back end to make sure all the position coaches and all the coordinators have all the information that they need to be able to make the best possible decisions while they're game planning and just to make their job e- jobs easier and uh, so they can be more efficient throughout the day. So cool. It's so neat to hear what goes on behind the scenes. Um, what? So you're pretty hands-on then with Indiana as far as – what about during, like, during a normal practice, 
Um, and, oh, and when you, when you guys are working, what are you working with? Who are you working with? Yep. So I work directly with the defensive line, and uh, Coach Peoples, our defensive line coach, is incredible. Um, he lets me be basically a position coach out there. Um, he'll let me work with the defensive ends or our boundary defensive end. He's like a outside linebacker slash defensive end, and um, I'll, I'll get to coach just like all of our position coaches and. Kane Womack, our defensive coordinator, he lets myself and the other graduate assistant coach um, coach during practice. And I'm really grateful to be able to work with these coaches here at Indiana who they're, not only are we helping them to prepare um, throughout the week for our next opponent, but the position coaches and coordinators, they're also preparing us to become position coaches by allowing us to coach every single day at practice on the field. Oh man, and this has been some kind of defense. Um at coming off, I know this was this was a tough loss for you guys here this weekend and number three Ohio State, but forty two to thirty five and and such a battle down to the end. I don't know you guys gained even more respect maybe this weekend, even though you weren't able to pull out a, a win. I don't know how many times I've heard this Indiana team is for real now, um, as if a 24 to nothing win over Michigan State doesn't prove enough to some people out there. What What did you learn about your team this weekend against the Buckeyes? Oh, man, these guys, they just don't quit. I mean, we, we went down early. Um, we took a couple punches early to the uh, – how I, I like to call them the heavyweight champions. And we <laughs> took a few, a, few, a few hits early on and um, – we made a few adjustments and our guys, they just never quit. And we just kept playing and playing and playing and playing. And coach Allen, just they, those guys, they, they play so hard. Um, they're so bought in and they're just so together. And we found a way to, at the end of the game, we had two chances to either score and tie it or go for the win. And unfortunately we just fell a little bit short, but I mean, we're, we, I mean, we don't believe in moral victories, but, just the way that our guys battled and they played. I mean, we're just, we're so proud of them and we just can't wait to see how this progresses from here. If if you haven't kind of heard the, the back story of Tom Allen and then you've got your head in the sand these days, it's so hard not to be a, a fan of that guy and just his style. And um, what is the, what's Leo again? Love each other, right? Yeah. So, our whole program is branded off the the acronym LEO, and it stands for Love Each Other. And Coach Allen, he really believes in the three pillars of accountability, toughness, and love. And that's integrated into every facet of our program. And we, we really believe that when you truly love each other and you guys are truly together, that it's not about you or it's not about any individual, and you don't care who gets the credit. And it's these guys are just so bought into that philosophy that they're playing so hard for each other, um, not only just not only to have success for themselves, but it's more so that they don't want to let their teammates down in a sense. And they they just play so hard. And, I mean, that's just something that Coach Allen and all the other coaches that we really stand for and we believe in. And that's really what helps our program take off since he's become the head coach here at Indiana. Well, you've got no time to worry too much about the Buckeyes game either. You got Maryland a couple of days after Thanksgiving here this coming weekend, and then Wisconsin a big game after that. 
um, finish up up with Purdue, and I'm assuming you're hoping then it's uh, Champions Week. Um, what what is the overall message here for that? If if you were going to gather the whole line and and play head coach here for uh, a couple minutes, what message would you give your guys here for this back stretch here? Just take it one day at a time, because when you're in the Big Ten East, um, you're seeing great teams week in and week out and. If you start looking to and head to the next games or the next task at hand, you're, you'll lose focus on the now. So, I mean, we have a tough Maryland team coming up. They have a really great offense that we have to be prepared to be able to stop. And, I mean, there's no shortages of great offenses after that. So mm-hmm. just taking it one week at a time, one day at a time, and just be, be in the present and be in the now. It's just, I mean, it's such a fun team to watch right now. And just to be able to say that about Indiana these days, it's for especially for Hoosier fans. It's got to be such a rush. Um, but at the same time, I'd be an idiot not to ask you what it's been like coaching during this COVID era. Um, there's games getting postponed. There's, you know, you're holding your breath till the end of the week to see who who's going to be available. What has this been like for a, a guy who's kind of learning the ropes? Yeah, the the biggest thing, at least for me personally, is just you can control what you can control, and that's it. So, I mean, even when everything, when we were in the summertime and COVID was kind of in its peak and we didn't know if we were going to have a season or not, um, we just keep preparing and control what you can control until somebody else tells you otherwise. And I feel like that's kind of our what's given Indiana an advantage is because even throughout all the uncertainty during the coronavirus pandemic, we just we kept preparing, and we had the mindset that we're going to play and be prepared to play until somebody tells us otherwise. Yeah, there's certain ways to get through these kind of times um, better better than others, and it seems like the closeness and togetherness and tight groups are able to kind of uh, mentally maneuver themselves through these, these, this tricky time. Um I assume you're absorbing a lot and you're going to learn a lot from this, from coaching in this kind of times. Oh, no doubt about that. Just how detailed you have to be and how prepared you have to be for any situation. Um, It it honestly is unbelievable. Just, just seeing how under the most peculiar, peculiar circumstances that something that we could never even imagine, just um, how we're still able to play football and, prepare whether it's in a different manner or doing a lot of different things virtually just about how we can still be prepared to be able to play even under these tough circumstances yeah we're learning a lot um what where do you want to where do you want to take this where does this ride go for ben black um are you are you setting the bar Uh, you want to be a big time college football head coach someday what's what's your goal uh, my my goal right now is one day I would love to be an NFL defensive line coach. That's kind of where I have my mindset right now. Uh, but, I mean, to get there first, I would, I mean, just to be a Big Ten or a Power Five defensive line coach um, prior to that would be uh, something that I'm, I'm starting to, I want to try to work for. Well, you're shooting up there fast. It may not take too long. How old are you, Ben? Uh, I'm 26 years old. Okay. All right. Gosh, that's so young for the career for the for the um career that you're taking on, for sure. 
Um, I, I was, let's talk real quick about your bro, um, Josh Black, another Harlem football star, a um, couple years behind you, and playing a similar position, maybe playing it a little bit differently than you did. I don't know, maybe playing it similar. What What have you seen from Josh's career as he's worked his way through, and now he's um, trying to be a leader on this Syracuse team, and they've hit some some bumps in the road this season, but sometimes you you really learn what kind of character you have when you go through this kind of stuff. Oh, there's no doubt about that. I mean, gosh, he's he's been working his tail off, and he he really loves that Syracuse University football program, mm-hmm. and he's going to do everything that he possibly can to get them back on the right track, and he's just going to keep working and keep working and keep working, and that's just his mindset. Just whatever he can do to help that team get back to how they were a couple of years ago, he's going to do everything in his power um, to try to get them back to where they were. Here, we'll put you on the spot. Is he? What's his? What's his? What is he thinking about after this year? Has he got? Has he got the juice to get himself to the to the big leagues? Has he got enough to go to the next level? Is he going to maybe use another year over there? It's a tough call isn't it? Yeah, there's no telling right now um, yeah. what's going to happen. Just, I mean, there's a lot of uncertainty um, mm-hmm. in this year, just in general with football, um, just in general. So, again, I mean, just kind of going back to the whole taking it one day at a time approach that yeah. um, we kind of believe in and just one day at a time and everything else will unfold from there. How often do you guys communicate? Oh, we talk almost every single day. Um, I mean, we're both pretty busy during the season, and a lot of times our games are on the same days or the same times. But usually Friday night is where we get to – we have some downtime. We get to connect with each other. And, and again, for this, this is a tough one. What kind of message are you giving them these days to kind of keep your head up? You know, this was a team with so much promise a year or two ago, and this has got to be hard to handle. Just keep battling. Keep battling. That's all you can do. Um, just remain remain positive. Keep battling, and good things happen to those who just keep working. Yeah, that's that's all we can all do. <laughs> We're all we've all got to keep battling these days, right, Ben? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh my goodness, these weird times that we are in. I'm so glad we got to catch up, though. This you have such a cool story. I hope you don't mind if we follow along here from now on and bug you every once in a while to to catch us up on what's going on with Ben Black. Man, that would be great, Jay. That would be great. Ooh, excellent. Ben, good luck. Keep keep climbing, keep rising, and like I said, let's talk soon. Okay, sir? Absolutely, Jay. It was great hearing from you, and um, I'm just glad to be able to uh, just represent uh, our community where we're from in Rockford, Illinois, in a positive manner. So, Thanks a lot, Representing representing well. I love it. I love it. Let's talk soon, Ben. Keep it up. Yes, sir. Take care. Thank you, sir. Bye now. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.